the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Overflowing Grace, a weekly radio outreach ministry of Adonai Bible Center in Somerville. Now, let's listen to our teacher, Pastor Obi. Welcome to Overflowing Grace. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our program. I'm Desi Obi. I'm the founding pastor. I have, I, I thank God for our church. I thank God for our listeners. I thank God for my family. And all my friends, those who support our program, those who encourage me, I really bless God for those who have been blessed by my ministry that God has given me. I have a passion, great passion, great hunger, great grace to preach the gospel. And I love to preach the gospel with passion. And many people who have come to Christ have will tell you, that I love to share the gospel and I try it with joy. I don't force it on people. But by the way, <clears throat> talking about force, uh, God, I, think, I believe that I have something in my spirit that will bless you and a book may come out of it. Sometimes we say that we cannot force people to go to church. We can't force people to uh, do certain things. But what I want you to think of is to reflect a little bit. When you see that, when you say that you can't force people, what are you really saying? Are you taking a cop out for not going out of your way to preach the gospel, to pray for other people, to tell them about Jesus Christ? Or are you genuinely concerned that you're going to get give people the freedom to accept the truth. <clears throat> um, I want you to be the judge. Because the Bible says that, I, I remember in uh, Matthew 7, after Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. Now, the Bible says that, and then 7, 1 and 2 say, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. Let me look at it. I want to quote it correctly. We are, I'm in Mark now, so let me go to Mark. Welcome, we love you, we appreciate you. You are the best that God has given us. And we are here for you. If you need prayer... <clears throat> If any way we can help you, give you resources, we'll be so glad to do it. So Matthew 7, excuse me for using King James. The reason is that I'm using my iPad for recording because I'm not in the studio. So usually I use my iPad to look for the passages and alternate passages. 
but I can do it with my cell phone anyway. However, <clears throat> give me time to get used to these technologies. I love technology, but when you use it in a hurry and other things, I have to, I'm trying to get used to it. So he says, <clears throat> judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure meet, M-E-T-E, it shall be measured to you again. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your precious solidity word. So what I'm saying is, <clears throat> God has not called us to judge anybody. You know, that's why, you know, the woman who was caught in adultery, and we believe is Mary Magdalene, Jesus came. They were trying to cast stone on her. <clears throat> but Jesus rebuked them in the sense that he went on the floor and started writing. And they all ran away. Because they had to accept that they were sinners too. They had to. And that was a judgment far greater than nobody threw the stone because they were all sinners as well. And however, it takes two people to have that illicit sex. Mary Magdalene didn't sleep alone. She was a prostitute, but there were men who were her visitors, who were her patrons, and nobody accused them. So, um, the, but the point I wanted to make about the, what I, I've been wanting to talk about is, is um, when you say we cannot force people, and that was actually the, the original point I was trying to make, to go to church to accept Jesus Christ. Um, I just want you to look at it very well. And there is important points. I believe I'm getting from my spirit and I need to articulate it soon, write it in and begin to develop it as a paper. It's, look at now, we have a con, uh, coronavirus. See how this disease affected those who were near the disease, the infection. The virus. They didn't see it, but it jumped from one person to another. Today, I saw in the news that it's uh, the tiger or, or the lion in the zoo in um, in uh, New York was affected. One of them was as the has uh, contracted the virus. It's in the news today. Now, it, before it was only in humans, now it's gone to animal. So we don't even know how this is going to end. But we are praying because God is going to bless us to contain it. We know that because his people are praying. Amen. <clears throat> so what I'm saying is when the government is telling us now to stay indoors, if not, we're all going to die. If we disobey, this is an invisible uh, animal, insect, pestilence, yet it's killing people. Influenza was deadly, but not as infectious as this coronavirus, COVID-19. Now, listen to the points, the insight that God is giving me, and I want you to think about it. It's your choice, even though it may cut a stage that if you're found outside and you're not doing anything, 
you might be fined. But most people are now home. Central Park is now used as a hospital. Most parks, I'm sure downtown Boston, uh, High Park, so many others. Nobody's there now. Even the homeless have been housed somewhere so that they will not get it. At least it will minimize those of the homeless who get it. So the point now is, are you being forced to quarantine yourself? Well, if you don't, the consequence is that you may die and also kill other people. You see what I'm saying? Think about it. Are you being forced? Well, it's your life. If you refuse to cooperate, unfortunately, some people didn't know and they passed, the disease passed on them and they have weak immune immunity and they do not know how to pray. They died. Many people have died. So what I'm saying is this. Sometimes when you say you cannot force your child to go to church, <clears throat> you cannot force people to pray. Are you go? Are you see what is happening now? Nobody's forcing anybody not to go outside. But if you do, the consequence is there. <clears throat> I want you to think about it. And I want to hear your thoughts on this. And this is very profound. So there's no need sometimes we say, oh, you can't force me to, to go to church. You can't force me to believe in Jesus Christ. <clears throat> well, there is a religion that is killing Christians because they don't believe, they don't want to recant Christianity. And they are forcing them. And if they don't, they, last two years ago, they beheaded 22 Ethiopians <clears throat> because they refused to renounce Jesus Christ. So let us be, be aware of the way we use words against God, thinking we are smart, you know? And being, God just revealed this to me, and there is a, a sense of truth. You don't want to die, so you go indoors. But then the real life that you, you, you really have is your eternal life. Because when we die in this world, after we live and die, where are we going? That's the important thing. So if we're not forcing you and this disease is forcing you, whether or not you like it, to hibernate, to hide, to seek for shelter and hide yourself. I, this is serious. This is really serious. And I have scriptures to support what I'm saying. You, you need to think about your choice of words and the way you kind of condemn yourself or try to condemn the church, which we cannot, because you can never condemn God. God knows how to take care of us. Um, so I just want you to think about it. And don't use words anyhow to escape, to temporarily escape what you think. You don't want to be bothered with the living God who created heaven and earth. We need to use words to heal and not to bring false sense of security on people. And now it's showing up. You know, the Bible says that what we do in the dark will show up in the light. And then the good part is that you cannot take a bushel light and put under the bed. You have to let your light shine. The Bible says that a city on the hill cannot be healed. You will see it. You know, when the shepherds saw the star, they had to look, the Magi, they had to go and look for where the child is. They were not 
yet Christians. They didn't know anything, but they were compelled to go and look for Jesus. So all I'm saying is this. Let us be careful how we are using words. Thinking that we know things, yet we don't know it. Now we cannot help ourselves with this disease. Because this disease is forcing us to hide, not to come out, not to go to bar, to drink ourselves to death, not to do drugs. Because we don't want to really die. You know, we love you. God bless you. And uh, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto, unto us. May the Lord lift off his countenance and give us peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, we love you. This is Overflowing Grace. Amen. Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend. Thank you, Pastor Obi, for today's Bible message. You can reach us at Adonai Bible Center, P.O. Box 441036, Somerville, Mass., 02144. If the Lord leads you to become a partner in this ministry, send a tax-deductible donation to ABC, Inc. Radio Outreach Program at the same address, P.O. Box 441036, Somerville, Mass., 02144. Or visit us at www.adonibiblecenter.org. If you hunger for a church where the word is taught and lives are changed, call us at 617-718-0935. Thank you for spending this time with us.